Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast, where we discuss methods, strategies, and tactics to protect and compound your wealth. I'm your host, Matt Fabian, and I'm here to help you create your own wealth effect. Hey everyone, Matt Fabian with the Wealth Effect. Today's Monday, August 1st. Happy Monday, happy beginning of the new month. Uh, Last week's report on the country's gross domestic product for the second quarter confirmed that the economy shrank in the first half of the year, a fact that some investors and economists had already suspected. Broad-based inflation, rising energy prices, higher interest rates, and a strong dollar dragged on growth for the second consecutive quarter. And while the economy is still 1.6% larger compared to a year ago, even after adjusting for inflation, many wonder whether we are now in a recession. With clear signs that growth has slowed, how should long-term investors react? In many ways, the current investment environment may be one of the most challenging in years, in years due to various mixed signals. While analyzing economic data in the proper context is always tricky, one can interpret many of today's economic and market factors as good or bad, depending on the perspective. For instance, another major event last week was the Federal Reserve raising interest rates by 75 basis points for the second time in as many meetings. While tighter monetary policy is usually a bad sign for the economy, major equity indices have rallied in response to the Fed combating inflation. In the show notes, we have a graph of GDP growth rates uh, in the post-World War II era, where we have quarterly GDP growth rates going back 75 years. The chart shows that these are some of the smallest on record and are dwarfed by the recessions of 2020 and 2008. The chart also highlights how many more positive quarters there have been over the last 75 years compared to negative ones even though the latter are what we garner most of the attention. It's also important to remember that the numbers are reported as annual rates. Thus, what 0.9% means is that the economy would have shrunk by this amount had the same trends continued for an, an entire year. In reality, the economy only shrank by a quarter of this amount. Additionally, the GDP numbers are calculated in real terms, i.e. they subtract the effects of inflation. In nominal terms, i.e. with inflationary trends, GDP grew by 6.6% in the first quarter and 7.6% in the second quarter. Third, while there were slowdowns across the board, including in consumer spending, the biggest detractor in second quarter GDP was a drop in private inventories among businesses. A critical business cycle component is the inventory cycle, since companies don't simply produce everything just in time. Instead, they need to anticipate future demand and may accumulate inventory. When businesses build up inventories, this boosts economic growth in those quarters, but at the expense of future periods when they draw down those inventories. This is precisely what happened in the second quarter. In contrast, the second half of 2021 experienced a substantial buildup of inventories, contributing to 2.2% and 5.3% of GDP growth in the third quarter and fourth quarter, respectively. As businesses anticipated high demand, the chart also 
goes to show that gross domestic product uh, in investment detracted from GDP in the second quarter. And the most significant contributor to that was a two percentage point decrease in private inventories. None of this discussion is meant to make excuses for a slowing economy. However, it does underscore the importance of not focusing on any individual economic report or trying to time the market based off of these numbers or uh, Federal Reserve decisions. The fact that the S&P 500 has bounced off of its bear market levels, despite all of this seemingly negative uh, news, suggests that there can be many ways to interpret this data. Currently, the market appears to be most focused on fighting inflation as its highest priority. If price pressures begin to ease later this year, this could be a positive sign for the economy and financial markets. The bottom line. The economic and market news media have many ways to distribute news as well as the interpretation of that news. However, the reality of the situation is typically far more nuanced than the provided narratives. Today, economic data is mixed with no clear tr trends arising, which lends itself to patience and discipline. When those trends become apparent, we'll be on the front lines of letting you know. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you're all doing well and happy wealth generation. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered through Fabian Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. Nothing discussed during the show should be viewed as investment advice. Everything discussed is generic, non-specific, non-tailored information. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please reach out to us at info at fabianwm.com or call us at 925 322-2450.